Well, with a population of more than 275 million people, Indonesia is the world's third largest democracy and the world's largest majority Muslim democracy. So what happens in 2024 is really important. Up until now, Indonesia's democracy over the past 25 years since the fall of the dictatorship of Suharto has been stable, it's been consolidated, it's been peaceful, it's been inclusive, if troubled by problems of corruption, cronyism, machine politics, and the like. But over the past decade, we've seen repeated attempts by a, a very dangerous man, Prabowo Subianto, to become the president of the country. He ran in 2014 and 2019, and now he's running again in 2024. He's a polarizing figure. In the 1990s, he was an army general. He was accused of all sorts of human rights abuses, of plotting a coup. And in the elections of 2014 and 2019, he was a polarizing figure with all sorts of threats of bringing authoritarianism back to Indonesia, using religion and ethnicity in very dubious ways and sort of hate speech in the elections. But after 2019, he was brought into the cabinet as defense minister by uh, the winning candidate, Joko Widodo. And since that time, he appears to have mellowed, to have become in style, in substance, in his language, in his presentation, a mellower candidate, and to realize that in order to become president, he needs to compromise uh, and engage in co coalition building. So perhaps he'll be less of a dangerous president if he wins, which seems pretty likely, uh, than previously assumed and feared. Then again, it's a bit depressing to see Indonesia regress from a presidency of someone who had a great track record as a local mayor, as governor of Jakarta, who seemed to represent uh, a more progressive, more inclusive kind of Indonesian politics, uh, and to see an old bad boy from the 1990s with a terrible track record as the likely next president of the country.